играй. The people, the places, and everything that makes country racing great. This is Bushbeat on Radio Tab. They come down the side, just short of 600 to go. Flaming Asteroid, the inside, about a neck in front of the favourite, Well Chard. Two lengths away, third, Milky Rocket. Then Talia Gull, Cochrane on the move. Mishani Redman a long way back. So too is running scared and smoke and step with the men. They've got 2.50 to go. Over on the inside, Flaming Asteroid just in front. Well Chard trying out Milky Rocket. Well Chard coming after Flaming Asteroid. On the outside, here's Cochrane. Cochrane with a big bounce over the top of them. Hit the front and it's the first winner for Jay Dillon as a jockey. Cochrane first run and scared run second. Milky Rocket third. Will Chard was fourth. Flaming Asteroid. As Russell Tally. Leonard said in the call last Tuesday at Mackay, Jay Doolan's first win as a jockey. Jade's a great friend of the show as we welcome you to Bushbeat for another week here on Radio Tab. Rounding up all of the country news for the week. News on Jade's winner there, as well as news out of the Roma program last weekend where Brooke Richardson rode a treble. We're also going to uh, congratulate Lacey Morrison on uh, picking up her 400th career winner and plenty of other news coming out of country racing for the week and looking ahead towards the uh, March sales at Magic Millions on the Gold Coast. As always, helping us out with lots of news on Bullspeed is Rob Luck. Good morning, Rob. Yeah, good morning, Tony. A um, few technical difficulties out here this morning. I seem to have lost the... The login password, but we managed to still have a phone line. Uh, there's always one one way to do it. Uh, we've done it before, stretching two pieces of uh, uh, two two tin cans between a big piece of string. So we'll work it out That's somehow. It. Yeah, and of course uh, that lovely uh, call there for uh, Jade Doolan uh, for her first ride as a jockey, first winning ride as a jockey with Cochrane at Mackay and uh, Tony. Just to make sure, I think that the invitation went out from Bushbeat to uh, have Jade on the show this morning. She backed it up at Cairns on Friday with a win on Bernie's Tiger. So two TAB meeting uh, wins for Jade, and uh, we welcome her to the show this morning. Uh, congratulations, Jade. Just hold time, Rob. We're just about to grab her on the phone while we're sorting out uh, other technical difficulties. <laughs> we're just trying to do that. But you're right, yes, followed up the win on Tuesday at Mackay with then the, uh, the win on Bernie's Tiger. Uh, at the uh, the Cairns program on Friday. It was uh, Jade's first ride on the Cairns track. I know she's been there plenty of times with the uh, the Manselman stable and plenty of runners and may have even had a runner herself when she had her trainer's licence rolling there at uh, the same time. But wonderful to see. And that was a big day at Cairns too on the, uh, the Friday program there. Bones Bailey trained a treble on the program there with Decath, uh, female officer, and Mount Peter Miss, two of those written by Wanderson Devilla. And Kristen Swaffer and Trevor Rowe combined for the other uh, first two races there with Alexandra Margaret and Desert Cowboy. Yeah, the Rowe uh, family stables, of course, Peter having uh, winners lately and the whole Rowe family stables are really on a roll, which is great to see. And uh, Lacey Morrison with 400 um, winners, as you mentioned in the introduction, Tony. Uh, congratulations there to Lacey. And, of course, uh, Jade is travelling towards uh, Townsville today with... Um, Johnny Mansman, where they have uh, runners engaged there at the program, the TAB program. Have we got her on the line at this point, Daddy? We have indeed. Jade Doolan joins us on Bushby once again this week. Last time she was on, she was talking us through some of the, the work the Mansman stable have been doing with the off-the-track thoroughbreds. Now we can bring her on and congratulate her for her first winner as a jockey last Tuesday at Mackay. Welcome along, Jade. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Tony. How are you? Yeah, good morning to you, Jade. We know you're on the way to Townsville. Hopefully we, we won't lose the connection there. Um, 
uh, I was saying in the introductions, not only do you ride Cochrane to get home for a win, but you made sure the invitation would be extended from Bushbeat to be coming on because you had your first double, if you like, for the week after the win at Cairns. Uh, how many rides and wins now have we got for the uh, for the career? Uh, so two, two wins and nine rides so far. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Throw in a couple of placings as well. Uh, coming off, uh, what was it, Innisfail and Emerald? You kicked off the career. Yeah, I've got I've got a second and third and fourth as well. So a couple are unplaced and and a few placings, which is great. And not only that, you haven't even hit the country tracks as yet. These are, of course, the TAB meetings. But uh, go back to last Tuesday. We probably should have thrown it out as a tip because I know that uh, Johnny Mansman has been trying to coax the best out of Cochrane. Uh, a horse that's got plenty of ability, we've heard him say it many times, uh, placed multiple races. But I think John's words were in an interview that he's a bit of a thief. He finds whatever way he can not to win. What was the difference, Jade? What uh, got you the win on Cochrane on Tuesday? Uh, we, we just gave him a, a good freshen up and, and most of his work was just down at the beach, just taking him through the water and, and not much at all. He, like John said, he is a bit of a thief and... Um, he doesn't like being told what to do. So um, previously when we've tried to make him race and take a sit and travel and find runners, he's just fought the jockeys and not liked it. So um, John's instructions were jump out and let him do what he wants. So um, I pretty much did that. I, I didn't fight with him when he wanted to get going. I, I just let him run his own race and um, it seemed to work. And no, no, not being disrespectful to apprentice jockeys when I say this, but you hear a lot of older-time trainers, and, and I think Fab's Cowboy's even a good example. Uh, you put the apprentices on with the four-kilo claim, and basically you ask them to hang on and let the horse do the work. Is that basically it with Cochrane? He knows what he's going to do, and, and you just steer him around. Pretty much. I think like horses like Fabs, that, you know, that he's won enough races that he could probably do it blindfolded. But horses like Cochrane, pretty much the same. But obviously with him not having a win before, he, he still needed, you know, he still started swishing his ears down the straight and started to have a think about it. And I had to, you know, keep his mind on the job, but without, without fighting with him also. Yes, um, you were able to draw the persuader uh, for him and uh, not only your first win, but also your first stewards report. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I I got a bit trigger happy there, so I got a reprimand for that. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely learnt from that one. I think the smile said it all when you came back. Uh, John, uh, in a uh, fantastic interview with Michael Charge on... Uh, Sky Channel um, made mention of the fact that you'd need plenty of uh, cotton wool and earbuds um, and you were going to do plenty of self-interviews uh, after the race. But it was all worthwhile. All this work you've done, getting down to your riding weight, all came to fruition. And probably couldn't have come on a better horse for the stable, could it, Jason? Yeah, definitely. Um, he's he's owned by a great um, group of people, good friends of ours, um, and it was really, really rewarding to get the win because it, we do know his ability. Um, we just had to find out how to get him to use it on race day, so it was it was good that I was able to do that. Jade, many would know you and John around the stables uh, uh, on a race day and have seen you at you know, different tracks, well, all over the state, basically. And we, we've touched on this before about your transition to, to want to become a, a jockey, and I guess that's one of the harder things that you've probably ever had to do. Who's been the biggest influence or the biggest help to you along the journey so far? Uh, 
I, I couldn't pinpoint one person. I mean, in the, in the room itself, Lacey Morrison's probably gone out of her way the most to help me. Um, she's, but I've only seen her helping people. She's in their room there at Cairns and she was helping every single one of us. But um, I've had a, a huge amount of support, the, the messages and, and phone calls and, and advice and that I've had from different people um, has been incredible. I even have um, Robert Thompson ring, ring, um, you know, so things like that. I've had a lot of people help me along the way. Then you went to Cairns on Friday. By the way, just out of that interview with Michael Chard, did you get the restaurant um, dinner instead of John cooking? Yes, we, we went to Hogs Breath. That was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Good to hear. You can put that weight back on then and uh, turn up at Cairns on Friday. Bernie Tiger. Now, it's not easy to ride the Cairns track. First uh, visit to it as a jockey. Uh, and with that wet surface, very important to get out wide on the uh, day with Bernie Tiger. But this uh, horse that ran second in the country cups, he had a bit of class on his side, and uh, look, he was a dominant winner for you, Joe. Yeah, he, he's a very nice horse. Um, as you said, he runs second in town in the big race. He he's very very honest old horse, and um, uh, my only instructions for John was just to keep him out of the best going and um, make sure I get him going at the 600, which which I probably did a bit too much. Again, another lesson learnt, but um, I'm just grateful I was on a good enough horse that could get me to the line. Now, these are, as I said, the uh, TAB meetings, uh, country tracks that you're going to be uh, going to in coming weeks because we do start to hot up with the country racing again. What What is the program coming up for you, Jade, as a uh, jockey? And can I ask you, are there other rides? Is John letting you get any other rides outside the stable? I know Glenda Bell gave you the ride on Carino for replacing an Emerald. Obviously, stable preference first. But where are you going in coming weeks? And are you available for other rides? Yeah, uh, coming weeks I've got Mackay this Saturday uh, and then we go to Thangu Monday and then Ingham Saturday and Cairns Tuesday. Um, and as for rides, I've just been trying to stick with um, John's horses just whilst I'm learning, um, making mistakes, all that sort of thing. Um, I did ride for Glenda, as you said. Um, I have a ride coming up for Peter Rowe at Cairns and also a ride at Thangu so far for James Wanless. So I am available for rides, just contact John. Um, but I was just trying to get started on horses I know and horses I was comfortable with, so I had a good experience to start with. And taking that on board, is there one horse desperately you would like to ride as a winner in coming weeks? Uh, Milky Rocket, but, but hopefully he can uh, get the job done before I get to ride him, put it that way. <laughs> has, Mil has Milky forgiven you for beating him at, uh, at Mackay last week? Oh, it's, it was still treading on thin ice. He, he wasn't real happy. It was a good feeling going past him, but yeah, I don't think he's forgiven me yet. Yeah, it was good Good to see the photo coming back into scale with him looking on intently as you uh, came back on the winner. But he's in race one today at Townsville. What are his chances for our listeners today, Jade, with Milky Rocket? Well, we've just had Chargy's tips on the radio and he didn't tip him, so that, that puts his chances up a great deal higher. Are there any other ones uh, today for the uh, the stable going to um, uh, Townsville? Because, uh, again, after the double at Sands, Murano Magic, I think it was, was a winner. The stable going well? Yeah, we, we've got we've only got a small team in today. We've got four in. Um, but I'd, I'd like to see Court Pot um, put in a nice race today. 
Okay, coming up a trial at uh, Townsville uh, beginning of the week. I think it was last week or sometime last week anyway. And uh, as you'll say, your next meeting you're going to, Jade, was where again? Mackay on Saturday. Mackay Saturday. And how many rides there to look forward to? I uh, just have to wait and check weights first. Uh, I know Cochrane for sure in the cutest race. Hey, fantastic. And congratulations again with that win on Cochrane, backed up with Bernie's Tiger. Uh, we look forward to seeing this career continue to uh, roll on and certainly I'm sure there are many uh, trainers and owners looking forward to getting out to those country meetings as well, Jade. Good luck today in Townsville. Thank you very much and thank you for having me. Good on you, Jade. Jade Doolan there joining us on Bushbeat this week here on Radio Tab. Rob, before we have a look at uh, the news out of the uh, the Roma program, which was our only non-tab meeting last weekend, uh, we mentioned uh, there with Jade the cutest race that's coming up there at Mackay on Saturday. That's another of the uh, three-year-old qualifiers for the cutest jewels. We've got more of those happening with the two-year-olds today at Townsville and on Friday at Rockhampton. Uh, before then, we move on to the three-year-olds on Saturday at Mackay. And, of course, this is all counting down to the, uh, the big day for jewels stay at the Gold Coast in March that coincides with the Magic Million sale. And Tony McMahon is joining us on Bushbeat this morning to give us a little bit more news about that. Welcome along, Tony. Yeah, thank you very much, Tony. I'm a little bit uh, knocked up at the moment. I'm out of breath. Just please excuse me. I've been chasing Margot around the farm. And just, it's been a bit, of a, a bit of an effort. Is that uh, a, is that a new nickname for Gene? No, <laughs> no, no, Margot is a filly by Spill the Beans. And like a clown, I forgot to close the gate behind her and... Uh, she went for a romp, and uh, she's much faster than this old croc, I'll tell you. But anyhow, oh, all's dear. good. All's now, come good. on, Tony. With a name like Margot, that might be the stable way. And I reckon I can hear Jean in the background. She would have something to do with the naming of these horses because she's got a real knack at it. What's the horse's name correctly? Uh, Nevers Soleil. Now, what's Nevers the story behind Soleil. it? Uh, to be quite honest, I'm embarrassed. I, I don't know. It's got something to do with her mother. Uh, I, I'm just not up to par with it because she hasn't raced for quite some time. She had an injury, but uh, uh, she named another one recently. Recently, that one last uh, Thursday, well, last Friday week, one mm-hmm. called um, Meredith Bow, uh, who's a, a filly John Wigdon trains it, and a filly by uh, Golden Archer. She was quite impressive too. Uh, and Meredith Bow is named after Princess Merida from the uh, the film Brave, and uh, Princess Merida father was trying to uh, match her off and they had a, a huge archery contest and she didn't want to get uh, didn't want to get married so she won the contest she was indeed a golden archer so uh, that's how Meredith's bow got her name nice she has got a real knack with naming these horses that is for sure see what she gets some good names from me at times too don't worry <laughs> anyhow look the magic, there's lots of things happening, yes, I'll be brief. But uh, the magic medium sales are on again the 21st and 22nd of March. They're fantastic. This will be the 26th consecutive year I've gone down and, and taken people down. There's uh, 425 lots, 16 first season stallions. As uh, Rob, you would have been going through the catalogue. Now, the good news is... In front for, of me. Uh, yeah, I'll bet mine is too, as a matter of fact. For regional buyers, there is an incentive scheme. Uh, if a regional buyer spends a minimum of $10,000 on the yearling purchase at this sale, they'll be eligible to be reimbursed for up to their three nights accommodation, which is fantastic. Uh, if they've previously spent $10,000 at sales between 2017 and 2021, they'll automatically get their three nights accommodation. I believe it's at the star uh, paid up for them. A matter of getting on to Debbie Caltabiano at Magic Millions, but it's fantastic. They give you an incredible service, as you know, Rob. Complimentary sales and airport transfers, so you get to the airport in Brisbane, they'll pick you up. Complimentary reserves, uh, ringside dining, hospitality, 
with an exclusive uh, luncheon and uh, on the auction days, an invitation to the Magic Millions barbecue. That's on the Sunday, the fourth of uh, Sunday, the twentieth of March at four pm. Absolutely fantastic. So look, uh, it's being circulated. But get on the Magic Millions and. Uh, You'll have a wonderful, wonderful time down there. I can't recommend it uh, strongly enough. Just a couple of other things. I know you're in a hurry. We had the uh, the boys in town from um, the Queensland Trainers Thoroughbred Owners Association, nearly formed venture. We had uh, Ben Madden and also Peter Ty up in Rockhampton and Townsville last week, uh, canvassing a membership. Now, the amazing thing that came out of this, Rob, uh, was that there's 20,000 owners in Queensland and 14,000 of them come from either regional or country areas. Uh, wow. urging people to, you know, to, to join the club. You'll have a say, uh, you know. You've got to have a united voice, so I highly recommend that. Uh, I've joined up straight away, and so has Gene. It's the Queensland uh, Trainers, sorry, Queensland Thoroughbred Owners Association, $100 is a fee, and they want to do good things for uh, country and regional racing, and you have to have a united voice. So get onto their website. It's uh, CEO at uh, qtoa.com.au. Also, yesterday, a sweet Dolly Barrier child at Cullion Park in Rockhampton. Uh, if it was a race, uh, they probably would have been sent out for life. Um, just sat on it, and she came beautifully, ran second to a very fast horse. Uh, Peter, Justin Stanley, and Kevin Hansen that were thrilled, and Michelle were Walker with the run. Sweet Dolly goes to Mackay on Saturday for the uh, qualifier for the Q2's uh, dual race of the Gold Coast. She won the two-year-old last year, as you know. Huge meeting coming up at the Murrum Bar on the 12th of March. Now, Murrumbah is a couple of hundred kilometres off the ocean, or the sea, but they're having a theme of a beach day. So I've really got something special to go out there. I'm going out today looking forward to that. They'll be stunned when they see me, I'll tell you. They'll have to be pretty good if I don't win the the beach theme fashions on the field. That's at Murrumbah, 12th of March, and that wonderful horse, Fab Cowboy, is going for his 46th victory out there. So get onto their website, Murrumbah Race Club. Springshaw St. Patrick's, that's on the 19th of uh, March, that's going to be a huge day too. So that's just about it, uh, boys, for uh, what's uh, happening. But that magic lead sale, it's going to be fantastic. And so get on to them and uh, book your seats and book your yeah. accommodation. Yeah, Tony, it's great to hear you said 2017 through to last year as the uh, minimum purchase gets you the thing because it's not just the previous year that you bought a yearling. It's great that they've given that, uh, that breadth there for people to come yeah, through. It's also... Also great to hear the number of country owners, but most importantly, I'm really pleased to hear that you are still going with those fabulous, fabulous shirts when you're going to Murrumbah, winning the uh, fashion of the field. Murrumbah will never be the same. It <laughs> won't be the same. I'm calling the races out there that day, so I'm yes. looking forward. I will never see a race call addressed dress like what I'm going to wear. The mind boggles. I'm sure Gene has something to do with the dressing of you with that outfit as well as the naming of uh, very good racehorses for you, which is probably what you're going through that catalogue, finding the next one to come along at the uh, 2022 trying March hard. sale. Trying very hard. I'm thinking about budgie smugglers for Murrumbah. Oh, what do you no. think? <laughs> no. I was going to suggest okay. that you don't wear the matching shorts, you know, with the, where you see it sometimes where the shirt has the same uh, pattern no. or fabric as the shorts, and I've even seen it where guys are in the same... Uh, socks no. that have been specially made. No, you in budgie smugglers is something my therapist cannot cope with. I'm sorry. I don't think anyone could. 
Good on you, Toby. Thanks, Tony McMahon there checking in with us. And yes, get on to Magic Millions because that is fast approaching the 2022 Gold Coast March yearling sale. It's coming up on Monday, March 21 with the first 214 lots to go under the hammer and then lots 215 through to lots 427. Uh, we'll uh, be under the hammer then on Tuesday, the 22nd of March. Details at magicmillions.com.au. Catalogues are already available online. And for those that uh, appreciate having the, uh, the print catalogue in their hot little hand, uh, you can also uh, be able to source those around the place as well. The winners, the people, the places and everything that makes country racing great. This is Bushbeat. 600 to go. Partners in front. Leads by a length to last R2 of the Consigliere. American Genius making a quick move around the outside with Last Armour getting started to come into play and Best Guest over on the inside. In the straight, Partners in front. Down the outside, American Genius. Then Last Armour getting and Best Guest. Partners in front clinging on. American Genius running on. But it's Partners too good. Partners defeated American Genius. Last Armour getting Best Guest. The Cotton Air Purple Cup and forged in stone at the tail. It was Brooke Richardson's day out, Rob, at the uh, Roma Turf Club program at Bassett Park on Saturday for their February Fun Race Day. Rode a treble on the program, including that one, the Bendemeyer Cup for... Uh uh, ben Waldron aboard uh, Partners, defeating American Genius and uh, also uh, Last Armageddon running into third. Yes, and Partners an interesting uh, runner because um, for Benny Waldron, uh, first run for the stable and first up from the spell, it's uh, ex-New South Wales country horse by Nakoni, fifth win in 35. But when you're beating horses like American Genius and Last Armageddon, Consigliere, etc. I mean, uh, maybe Ben has got uh, plans for this uh, horse to be like Battle of the Bush as we start thinking towards that. We are trying. We have been trying to get uh, Brooke Richardson on this morning. Just so we started the day with Jay Doolan, and uh, of course the ladies rode the whole program at uh, Roma, and we've, we've been able to, unable to get Brooke on this morning, Tony. Would you believe we just managed to uh, try a game? We don't give up, and we've got her now on the phone. Brooke, welcome oh, along, yes. and congratulations on your travel on the weekend. Good morning and thank you very much. Sorry for the inconvenience. I had an unexpected visitor and lost track of time. Yeah, you're right, Brooke. I, I did tell you a certain time and I know that we we shuffle things around anyway. But, hey, what's your love affair with Roma? Haven't you done uh, or had a great time, particularly in the off-season as well as winning uh, two Roma Cups that I can recall two in a row? Um, but you just seem to have a real knack with this Roma track. Yeah, look, uh, yeah, I'm not 100% sure, to be honest. I just seem to, I think it, there's a um, multiple factors here. I feel like I know the track well now. Um, and I think when you win a couple major races there, like the Roma Cup, it's such a big event. It gives you um, a boost of confidence um, within your ability and how you know how to ride that track. So I think it's always good when you're confident. And, look, I ride for really great people when I go there. I have a fantastic association with Ben Waldron and Rebecca Kerwin. And um, they're not only people I ride for, they're great friends too. And I think just the combination of things, it's just such a positive, um, fun day. You know, it doesn't feel like I'm going to work. Um, and it's, it's just a great time. So I think that probably helps... As well, you rode the end of the doubles for Wayne Baker and Rebecca. Of course, Wayne kicked it off with Sunny uh, Sunnyside Cottage uh, for Olivia Kendall. There's the first of the lady jockeys kicking them home for the, the Magnus four-year-old mare. Now, that took the maiden. And then Rebecca, 
Her first winner was Bartos, the zoo star. Um, runs well with its uh, runs spaced a month apart, and this one ridden by Liv O'Donnell. But you rode the back end of their doubles, uh, and, of course, you're the winner there for Wayne Baker. But technically, you rode the program in the sense that you had three rides on the day for three wins. <laughs> what happened to the first two? Oh, yeah. So Wayne had a bit of a mishap with one of his. His maiden actually didn't have a barrier certificate. <laughs> so that one couldn't go around, but he sorted that out and gave it a trial after the last. So that's fixed. Um, and then, unfortunately, the other runner for Ben Waldron, she'd had an um, injury in her stable, and she, it was literally right before um, the first race. Ben had come up to the jockey's room and said he was going to have to scratch her. So um, she's been seen to by the vet, and um, she'll have a little bit of time off now. But, yeah, so it was un- it started off unlucky, but in the sa- you know after that, we were quite shocked to see that the day went so well because we were thinking, you know, if this is how bad it is to kick off, well, it's probably going to get worse, to be honest. <laughs> did, the, um, so did the other half of the partnership, Beck Kerwin, then come up to you and say, hey, listen, you're on mine in the last on Gecko. What are you doing riding winners for Ben when you need to ride one for me? <laughs> well, I, I was feeling the pressure, don't worry, because that's what I thought. Beck had already had a bit of luck and... I was thinking I'd already won on two and I actually do have a lot of success too. I should mention for Wayne Baker, I'm, I seem to always pick up one or two for him and they, they seem to win for me. So um, when it came down to Gecko and that ride for Beck and it just being Gecko too because he's got a bit of a reputation for being a bit of a lazy bugger. So um, I thought the pressure's on, it's on me and Gecko. And I said that to Beck. I said, oh, I'm feeling the pressure a bit. I, I want to get him over the line for you and... I want him to race well because he's um, taken a few jockeys for a ride, just bludging. So um, when he got up and won, oh, everyone was so pleased. And um, I hope that it improves the horse's confidence too and he, and he gets travelling a bit better in his races and we see him win a few more would be nice. Yeah, it's two out of two, I think, now for Gecko. He took the cutest money as well, defeating Pasaga. Um, you yep. mentioned uh, Wayne Baker's horse at the helm. I mean, that was a close one, the photo finish with Gecko. A bit of a half-length margin for at the helm taking the benchmark 60. But he likes the track, doesn't he, Uh, with two from five at this track? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think being trained on it and all the rest of it, and and he probably probably likes the sand, I think. And he he backed up from the miles win. But I'm interested in your opinion on partners, because I did see this race and uh, basically led the whole way. Has Ben got a bit of a future mapped out for this galloper? Because, you know, you're beating American Genius and Last Armageddon and he beat them convincingly. Yeah, look, I think they um, bought that horse with intentions of possibly, um, you know, heading to Brisbane with him for some of those um, um, bush feature races. I think everyone, I think now owner-wise, there's a lot of owners chasing a horse that they can get to Brisbane with because it's such a big thrill and it's exciting and it's something different. So I think that was possibly their intentions. But, um, yeah, Benny's just going to put him through his paces out here in the bush and we're just going to take it, you know, take it as it comes and and see what he can do. But, you know, I possibly even off that run would like to see him over a little bit further and see what he can do. Yeah, 1,000 metres for the Vendemir Cup on the weekend. I take it you're putting your hand up and saying, I'll follow him around, Ben? Yeah, I'm actually heading to um, Sangul on the Monday after Blackall for Ben and Beck, and I'll be heading to the following weekend. I'll be going to St George instead of Emerald, so I'll be going to St George for them as well. And I'll hold tea up with Wayne Baker and Pat Webster to fill up the rest of the card. 
Yeah, fantastic. You really keep yourself busy during the what we call the off season out here, and regularly going down to the uh, the southwest. Uh, and great to see that uh, you're getting to that TAB meeting as well, their first one at uh, Thangool. Uh, and really, really interested to see your association with this partners because I thought he was pretty impressive on the weekend, Brooke. Yeah, he, yeah, he definitely was. He he won quite nicely, and he's sh- he's shown that he could even have more in the tank and step up to the twelve hundred, and so that's always a positive. And he's actually a pleasure to ride too. He's a horse that he he worked off to the barriers beautifully, and I had a real nice horse underneath me, and it, and it gave me a lot of confidence. And then when he jumped out of the barriers, the pace that he sh- um, had shown and how easy he got to the front and he travelled, he's just a real professional. So I think having that good head on him and um, he's a very calm and cool, collected horse, um, I think it would be nice to see what he can do, yeah. Well, the girls completed the whole program at uh, Roma and you really added to it with another treble, another treble uh, in your record. Uh, we look forward to another great season for you, Brooke, out here. We know, as you say, Blackall kicking off the Central West this weekend. Full book of rides this weekend for you? Uh, yes. Oh, well, actually, I'm missing a Class B, um, but that's it. I'm, uh, the rest of my rides, I'm booked up for David Rewald, so I'm looking forward to kicking off that association again this year. We've had a bit of success, uh, so hopefully it can continue. Actually, one little secret, if you're watching on track, whatever David puts Brooke on, he usually finds that uh, she's on the winner and he's chasing you home, from what I noticed last year. <laughs> that's, that's how it was happening towards the end of the year. <laughs> he just sure. links me up and says, you know how to ride him. He doesn't tell me anymore. <laughs> well, there's one ride you're chasing was in which race? Class B. Class B. So if anyone... anyone. Get, what's your best contact number there, Brooke? <laughs> Do you really want me to read it out? Zero four three nine four zero two two four nine. We'll easily yeah, get you that last three ride at uh, at Blackall. We'll look forward to more uh, success there on the weekend. Great that you girls scooped the pool yet again at Raymond. Fantastic that you got the treble there on the weekend. Congratulations again, Brooke. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us, uh, Brooke Richardson, with us on Bushbeat this week. Uh, Rob, as we uh, wind the show down, I uh, want to just make mention of what is coming up uh, this week. As I mentioned, there's tab programs today at Townsville, Friday at Rocky and Saturday at Mackay that will all feature cutest dual qualifiers. We've touched on that Blackhall program for the Barco Amateurs on Saturday. It's also Port of Brisbane Cup Day for Gundawindi Race Club this coming Saturday and meetings as well at Atherton and Mount Isa. And just to correct something that I said on last week's show, because I have my calendars worked out a fair way in advance, and I had forgotten to delete something after receiving the email from Cole Truscott. Here was me saying it was Texas Cup Day last weekend. There's probably people throwing bricks at the radio saying, no, it's not, Tony, because, of course, the uh, Texas meeting unfortunately had to be cancelled. It was originally due to be conducted back in December, but they rescheduled due to weather at the time, and... Uh, then uh, subsequently, due to uh, logistical issues relating to the COVID situation, they weren't able to go ahead with that. They did add an additional race to the uh, Gundawindi program this weekend and a 1,000-metre open handicap of $8,500. Nominations for that meeting have just closed off there. So we hope to see Texas back on the calendar very soon. And uh, good luck to all of those heading to Gundawindi this weekend. We touched on that Thangul tab program, their historic first meeting that is coming up on uh, Monday. And uh, looking ahead, there's uh, one for Chinchilla. They get a historic first uh, TAB program on a Monday coming up in March as well. 
And I want to make mention, too, of racing in South Australia on Sunday. It's Lock uh, Cup Day for the Lock Racing Club, the fourth leg of the Bill Holland Series to be conducted this coming Sunday, the 27th. And you'll hear plenty about that Lock meeting with John Letts on Racing Active uh, on a Wednesday morning with Steve Hewlett and the gang. Uh, Letsy will be catching up with Jackie Wiseman on uh, the show tomorrow and we'll fill this in on all of what is happening there for Lock Cup Day coming up on Sunday in South Australia. Yeah, I love how many of these country meetings, you just hear them year after year. That Port of Brisbane one for Gundawindi, that's really established itself in their programming out there at Gundawindi. And it's a great uh, great weekend. We look forward to reporting on it on Bushbeat next week. Just email me at barkersnews at optusnet.com.au with any great uh, stories coming out of country racing. Back with you next Tuesday, Tony. Good morning to you and good morning, listeners. Good on you, Rob. Thank you to Rob Luck, uh, Brooke Richardson and uh, Tony McMahon and Jay Doolan for joining us on an action-packed show this week. Good luck to all of those race clubs who are racing this coming weekend. We wish you a uh, happy day at the races. Safe racing for those who are participating for Atherton, Blackall, Gunterwindy and Mount Isa this coming Saturday. Thank you for their tab meeting on Monday. And as we mentioned, Lock Cup Day for the in South Australia this coming Sunday. And we'll be back next week to tell you all about it when Bushbeat returns here on Radio Tab.